Hey guys, back with this week's Kindred discussion. I've got all of my group members here. Today we're going to talk about um, some guiding questions related to our book and our social justice topic, uh, which is racism. <coughs> um, we've also went and researched some articles that we're going to be using in our discussion. Um, so yeah, thank you for joining. I hope you have a good time. So I'm Sean. I'm Presley. I'm Braylon. I'm Kelsey. I'm Zella. Welcome. So first we're going to discuss our graphic novel, which is Kindred by Octavia Butler's. And um, the graphic novel is about a um, young black woman named Dana. She lives in California in the 1970s and then one day she just randomly transports into um, the older times I guess or the slave times and um, she has to learn how to survive and like live through those times as a black woman. the book was good um i thought it brought a good perspective um i thought the author did a really good job of bringing her own point of view on the subject into her character um so sean how Mm -hmm. does um the graphic novel how does it relate to the history or like the history of those slave times that we've learned well typically i think in our society we've been given a sugar-coated version of what slavery was actually like and i think this book does a really good job of showing us how it really was through like i don't know the author uses really gory imagery imagery at times and sometimes language um, and I think that just goes to show how how bad and how horrific it really was. Okay, so um, Presley, how do you feel about the novel and everything? Personally, um, I'm not a big graphic novel uh, fan. Or, like, I haven't really read them before. And the topic it's, itself I agree with. But I think that the um, author could have done a better, <clears throat> a better job of um, doing the story. I don't know. It just seems to me like the. It seems to me like the, like pictures and the storyline, the way she talks about things is meant for an older audience. But the pictures seem kind of not childish because some of them are very graphic, but it just, I don't know, it's not my personal favorite. I see where you're coming from, but I disagree because the author symbolizes herself within Dana. The author uses Dana, Dana's experiences to show how she feels about slavery and her thoughts and opinions. 
bouncing off of Braylon's thoughts, I think that the, um, the author is using her personal experiences uh, through her culture and experiences of society to um, explain how racism was. And even though we live in a society now where racism is much different than it was during slavery times, many people still experience it and still are discriminated against. And I'm sure she's experienced that at least once in her life and can use her personal experiences and just the things that have happened to her in her daily life to portray it through her main character, through like symbolism. It represents her. I thought the I thought the author did a great job um, with her purpose. I thought she approached the story very seriously because you know it is a serious topic, and I think she's seen firsthand what it's like from herself and other people around her. see it everywhere today I mean it's like you said it's not nearly as bad or prevalent as it used to be but I mean you can still see it in in government even I mean with political figures with celebrities whatever you know looking up even like old tweets um, but yeah I think it is still still prevalent um, honestly I think Everyone can relate to it because it's not just white on black anything. It could be black on Arabian, Asian on white. It could be anything. Um, I mean, that's where it all started, but racism is just an hate towards anybody else. It's not your race. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it could affect anybody just because anybody has strong thoughts on their race. Mm-hmm. like we chose this like issue to focus on just because it's been happening for years and everyone feels pretty strongly about it no matter which side you're on and I feel like it's time for it just to 
changed. Yeah, to change yeah. and to just, you know, go away and... Yeah, it's definitely outdated. Yeah, most yeah. Racism also brings a lot of emotion into it, and so when you're trying to help, like, get other people to stop being racist, you can't really, like, overpower them because then they won't listen to you. You just kind of have to approach it at, at a different way, which a lot of people don't know how to do, and it just stirs up more conflict as it goes along. Yeah, going off of, like, the overpowering thing, I feel like a lot of people try to people who are really racist they try to go at them and just a lot of people when they share like their political and like social opinions they don't they just think about the one-sided viewpoint and just try to like attack the other person and that's just not it's not going to make anyone's viewpoint change you have to bring in the emotion side of it like why why is some why do you think someone else is lesser than another race just because they look different than you yeah yeah i think it's it's mainly uh, due to how people were raised. I mean, you, you don't just become racist out of nowhere one day. You get it from your parents. You get it from whoever. So I think that's why there's the emotional connection is because it's not just them. It's who they're related to and their relations to other people. Um, and I think especially right now, um, our generation doesn't is more accepting of each other and our parents aren't used to that and so like when kids these days like have different friends or anything like that the parents don't agree as much and it's kind of hard to those internal battles is also hard yeah that's um that's most definitely one way it like relates to our society and like how it impacts us because our generation is a lot different than what the previous ones have been like so it's like we're more accepting and we don't really tolerate racism as much and we're just trying to make a change now and that's how really our society is a lot different than others. Like um, going off of what Presley said about the political problem, a lot of people automatically assume like Democrat and Republican. If you're a Republican, they automatically assume that you're racist. They think of a white male just because you're racist for that reason. People think of a Democrat as more neutral people, I would say. Yes, I agree with that. And I think also social media has a lot to play into that. Because um, people really don't know how to control their tweets, I feel like, the most. And when they post their opinions on social media, people just automatically just start attacking them. And it, it, that doesn't change anything, like I said earlier. It, you have to respectfully try to debate with people about opinions. And you can't just automatically assume that their opinions are wrong. With, I mean, with racism, it definitely is. But you, people don't see that. Like People who are racist don't see that thinking that way is not correct. And so just telling them, telling them it's wrong is not going to change Yeah, it's not going to do anything. Yeah. Because that's all that they know, because that's what their parents thought, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, I know we all came up with some articles. We all went and found some articles, um, both for and against our topic. Uh, what did you guys really come up with? Um, my article was about how 
it wasn't just racism being like people growing up with racism and their parents un- unintentionally um, like showing their kids that but it was like um, where parents go to like specific neighborhoods and then they'll lock their cars in those specific neighborhoods the kids pick up on those things and then apply it to their lives and it's not as much as um, people are meaning to be racist it was kind of talking about how like everyone even though we've gotten past racism mostly as a whole people are still a little bit racist and but they don't realize it and the parents don't realize that they're teaching their kids that way and I think that's one of the main issues why racism is still apparent in society today because the kids are picking up on these um, like different things that the parents will do around different people and they're applying that to their daily lives yeah I think it's really just there's people have so much influence on each other nowadays through social media whatever through their parents especially so people might not even be trying to be racist but they interpret it that way like my first article was about Donald Trump and his tweets and just how he acts and carries himself so he might say something that's not necessarily racist but it might get it might get strewn or whatever and skewed and the main idea might kind of stay stay the same but somebody might interpret that as racist and you know, if their parents support him, then they're like, you know what, hey, this is this is the right idea. Um, so while they're not intending to be racist, they're being influenced by all these other people. Yeah, my article, um, it was about racism just around the world, every part of the world, every continent. And it didn't surprise me because people have always been racist and people always have their own opinions. So... Wherever you are, whatever color, some people just have a hate for you, which is not right. Um, so with my article, it was about a, I think he was, he was European, I believe. Um, he was a middle-aged man, and he spray-painted, it was in the Bronx, he spray-painted um, a racial slur on a Black History Month memorial thing. Wow. And um, I feel like that really, really shows um, racism in society or because like in our society, like obviously it wasn't accepted by our generation. And I feel like it just shows like an age gap because this man was and like he was middle aged. So it just shows like how he was raised in his childhood, I suppose, or like about how his family reacted to the different races and everything because in our society I don't see anyone like our age actually doing that because we all know it's wrong but I don't think like I just guess that he was just raised that way and then just saw it as okay um from personal experience I can say that just between on my dad's side his parents they grew up on a farm and they've just been always in like a small town and they're not like they don't discriminate against other people, but just like I can tell by like the tone they use when they talk about different people, and they're not—they're just not as accepting as our generation is. Yeah. Like going from them to then my parents, my parents are much more accepting, and then even from then to me, it's just it. Each generation, it gets better and better against racism, and I think that's the goal—that with time it will eventually end, and that people will finally realize that it's wrong.
Yeah, I agree with all of that. And my article basically was about um, a police officer who, as a kid, grew up um, basically on the on the other side, like getting shot at and getting accused of doing things. So he grew up and became a police officer and saw the other half of it. And um, he also saw like coworkers and stories from his friends about the um, other police officers and how they act. And he basically did the opposite and was more um, comfortable like talking with the people when he approached them and not just assuming the worst and shooting like most police officers do today. That's good. So yeah guys, I thought we did a great job of discussing um, our books, our viewpoints, everything that we've experienced so far today. Um, I'm glad we all did our homework. That really helped with this. Um, yeah, I thought we had a great day today overall. Uh, what do you guys think? I think a lot of uh, great opinions were shared. Yeah, yeah, that was productive. I think we had a good discussion. Me too. Definitely. Okay, well join us next week for the next installment of Kindred Group Discussions. Um, see you then.